Hi guys, and welcome to You Don't Wanna Know, the podcast. I honestly feel like I never know how to start this podcast. I always feel like I should be doing something differently, but then I never do. I do say the intro differently. I don't know if anyone notices that because I don't know what's a good way to do it. So I hope you guys enjoy my many different attempts at doing it. But thanks for joining in and enduring these wonderful intros with me. I'm a little punchy. I will admit this right now. Um, I'm transitioning into a different schedule and it's like, only two hour difference so like I go to bed ah, I go to bed relatively at the same time but I wake up earlier and I'm like just a little punchy from it because it's not late but it's late for me so here we are let's be punchy together and I think this is going to be a fun one and I can say that because it's phenomenons so it's going to be good I think we'll find out you guys tell me so first thing I want to say is if you have any case suggestions you can email them to me at ydwkpodcast, ydwkpodcast at gmail.com. It's not twice. I just said it the second time because sometimes I feel like I say it too quickly and it mushes together. So ydwkpodcast at gmail.com, ydwkpodcast on Instagram. If you want to see any pictures that I will post with this uh, podcast, podcast, yes. And then you don't want to know on Facebook if you're not into that Instagram scene. I do not have a Twitter because I do not understand Twitter, but that's okay. On to part two. So the movie I watched this week, it was called Fresh. I'm pretty sure it was just Fresh. I don't think it was the Fresh because that wouldn't make sense. But it had the guy that played Bucky in the Marvel movies with Captain America Very interesting, cool, fun twist. Well, I don't think it was really fun, but it was very interesting. I liked it a lot. I really didn't expect it. So I just, I really enjoyed it and it had like girl power kind of too. So that's always fun. Um, I really don't want to talk about it because I don't want to ruin it in case anyone watches it because I just really enjoyed the twist that they had in there because the... Um, synopsis is very very brief so definitely recommend it I thought it was good worth the watch and the final part of business which isn't really business but it's reading the true crime calendar I got for Christmas so this is for January 4th so we're a little bit behind but I think we can catch up in January 2013 Lisa Frank slashed her boyfriend when he refused to allow her to use his food benefit card. So she fled into the shed, fled in the shed, super fun, as police arrived to the scene in Orlando, Florida. Police released a canine into the shed to subdue Frank, at which point Frank saw it fit to engage the most timeless of enemies. (laughs) I just can't right now, guys. She threw her cat at the police dog. The cat latched onto the dog's muscle, and police were left to their own devices to subdue Frank, who by then had armed herself with a concrete trowel. Some chemical spray and a second police dog later, Frank was finally subdued and taken into custody. She was charged with the attempt 
attempted murder of her boyfriend and harming a police dog. Oh, the cat was shaken but unharmed. Wow, that's just so messed up. What the heck? Gosh. And of course, it's in Florida. Florida man and Florida woman. All right, here we go. Best part of the podcast. All right, sorry that was kind of fast, but hopefully the rest of the podcast will make up for it. It's okay. Now, on to the fun part. Let's get uncomfortable, but probably not too bad today. We're discussing the two phenomenons, stairs in the woods and this man. So some people, or I wouldn't say some people, a lot of people probably know about the stairs in the woods. So that's what I'll be talking about first, and I'll talk about this man afterwards. So the stairs in the woods, guys, it's a pretty interesting phenomenon. So basically... It states, if you go deep enough into the woods, you will eventually run into a staircase. And that staircase doesn't necessarily have to be, like, old and rickety. They say that it could be either new or beat up, overgrown, untouched, carpeted, stone, or even metal. It could be literally anything. It could have, like, a whatever you call that, where, like, it goes up and then there's, like, a landing and then it goes up even further. It can be one flight. There's just, it's, there's really no limit to what it could be. So really, really weird. They also say that you never find the same set of stairs twice. That you could see it one day and then go back the next and it'll just be gone. So the people that have seen these random stairs, they're always tempted to climb it. But, a, but it's wildly, wildly, wow, wildly said that you are not supposed to climb the stairs you're supposed to just kind of like look the other direction and pretend they're not there. Don't touch them. Nothing. The people that have seen them say that if you climb on them, bad things will happen. Maybe not to you, but something bad will happen. Some people have reportedly climbed them and nothing happened to them. And who knows, like maybe they just never saw the consequences of it, but they said everything was fine. But other people say well, this one man specifically said that he was like running away from a dog. He found these stairs, so he climbed them and eventually he climbed down, of course, but he was missing time, like a year and he got fired from his job. So he walks into his job because he was in like park service or something or um, search and rescue. I can't remember exactly. And they were like, yeah, you're fired because it's been like a year. We have not seen you in a year. And you would think that, like, their reaction would be a little different. Like, oh my gosh, it's been a year. We've been looking for you. But no, they were like, you're fired. Leave. So another story said someone climbed it and then they heard a scream. So they ran away and then they finally, like, stopped because they were a good distance. And he felt an icy hand touch his shoulder. He turned around really quickly and no one was there. And this one kind of freaks me out. Another guy was playing hide and seek and he was hiding behind the stairs for like maybe a minute but then he got this like really 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 strong sense of unwelcoming that he just should not have been there and like just got super unsettled so he just got up and ran ran as fast as he could home and he gets like he anytime he has like a sense of dread it, it reminds him of the stairs just because it felt so horrible Someone who is working in an infectious disease control situation reported that 
they kept seeing these stairs pop up at night. And this was during the Roswell UFO incident. So I'm sure that means something. But I don't know anything about the Roswell thing. And I feel like that kind of is a ding on me. But it's okay. Because I'll learn someday. So one night while they were camping, for whatever reason, about 90 feet away, there was a set of stairs. And that's where they pitched their tent was right next to it. So 90 feet away. The next day, everything was gone. And that just kept happening. They would like see a set of stairs a thousand feet away, whatever. And then they would go to bed, wake up the next day, and they were just gone. Super, super strange. People even blamed, or excuse me, currently blame climbing those stairs for the reason why so many people at the parks and forests, so like national parks, just vanish. Why so many bad things happen. Because you guys probably know this, but there are like a million different podcasts that talk about getting lost in the woods or the bad things that happen in national parks. It's just everywhere. So, I mean, it's not far-fetched to think that something might, I don't know. I don't know if there's a correlation, but it's just weird how often it happens. And I guess maybe it's just because it's so vast and terrible people can hide in the shadows, but it's still, it's, it's kind of strange. So here are some theories that I came up with as well as saw around. But the first one is a portal to another dimension. So you climb up the stairs, maybe you jump off, and somehow you get sucked into another dimension. Or to kind of like flip that almost, the stairs are coming from another dimension. So like only a part of that quote unquote dimension gets teleported to our dimension. Oh, if you guys have ever seen the movie Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell, I think it's funny. I guess not a lot of other people think it's funny. I have like a stupid sense of humor. I have a very wide sense of humor, but I really like stupid things. And that's kind of like a stupid humor kind of movie. But they have just a bunch of like random things. Like there's a motel pool that gets to uh, teleported to wherever they are. I don't even know. But that's what it kind of made me think of. Another, um, Another theory is something supernatural. So like a residual haunting or something. Another one, obviously, from that one story, Aliens. It's like a little walkway to get to the ship, which seems kind of ridiculous, but it's fine. Uh, pulpits. This one's kind of spooky. Pulpits for a sermon in the woods. And of course, that's not scary enough. It has to be a sermon for something evil, like Church of Satan and ugh, crazy stuff and sacrifices, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't, that one doesn't really hold up very well because like stairs, I could understand if it's like four stairs, then it could be tall enough, but these are usually pretty tall. And also what kind of freaking pulpit has stairs? I don't know. It's weird. Another one, and these last two are probably like very likely, is that it's an old house that fell apart but left the stairs. And then finally, it's all just a prank. None of it's real. It's all a joke. Someone heard the stories about seeing stairs in the woods and they just kept going with it and going with it. So who knows what it could be. But those are just a couple theories that I found. All right. So now we're going to talk about the actual stories that I found on the internet. So here we go. As we were walking around the park area, she points out places she's found people in the past. I see something in the distance. Now, this 
area we're in is about eight miles from the park main park area though there are back roads you can take to get closer if you don't or if you don't want to hike that far but we're on state property which means there can't be any kind of commercial or residential development out here the most you'll ever see is a fire tower or a makeshift shelter that homeless person thinks they can get away with building but i can see from uh, i can see from here whatever this thing is has straight edges and if they're there's one thing that you learn really quickly is that nature rarely makes straight lines. I point it out and she doesn't say anything. She just hangs back and lets me wander over and check it out. I get within about 20 feet of it and all the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. It's a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's just a normal staircase with beige carpet and it's about 10 steps tall. But instead of being in a house where it obviously should be, it's in the middle of the woods. The sides aren't carpeted, obviously, and I can see the wood it's made of. It's almost like a video game glitch, where the house failed to load completely and the stairs are the only visible thing. I stand there, and it's like my brain is working overtime trying to make sense of what I'm seeing. My trainer comes and stands next to me, and she stands there casually, looking at it as if it is an interesting thing in the world. Least interesting thing in the world. I, would, I asked her what this is and why it's here, and she just chuckles. Get used to it, rookie. You're going to see a lot of them. I start moving closer, but she grabs my arm hard. I wouldn't do that, she says. Her voice is casual, but her grip is tight. And I just stand there looking at her. You're going to see them all the time, but don't go near them. Don't touch them. Don't go up them. Just ignore them. I start to ask her about it, but something inside me tells me that, and the way she's looking tells me that it's best if I don't. We end up moving on. And the subject doesn't come up for the rest of the training. She was right, though. I'd say about every fifth call I go on, I end up running across a set of stairs. Sometimes they're relatively close to my path, maybe within about two or three miles, which like two or three miles. Yeah, that's really close if you're like driving, but walking, maybe not so much. Sometimes there's 20, 30 miles out, literally in the middle of nowhere, and I only find them during the broadest of searches or training weekends. They're usually in good condition, but sometimes it looks like they've been out for there for hmm, out there for miles, which doesn't really make any sense. Maybe months make more sense. All different kinds, all different sizes. The biggest I ever saw looked like they had come out of a turn of the century mansion and were at least ten feet wide, with steps leading up at least fifteen or twenty feet. I've tried talking to people about it, but they just give me the same response my trainer did. It's normal. Don't worry about it. They're not a big deal, but don't go close to them or up them. When trainees ask me about them, I give them the same response, but I don't know what else to tell them. I'm really hoping someday I get a better answer, but it hasn't happened yet. That bothers me so much that they're just like, oh yeah, it's normal. Get used to it, but don't touch them, don't touch them, don't touch them. It kind of makes me think of the movie Step Brothers when Dale's like, just don't touch my drum set, you know? Don't touch my drum set! Like, just ridiculous. It just, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't be able to give that response until I get a good answer, you know? All right, so now here's another really interesting story. On one call, he broke away. So this is a guy who got a story, a search and rescue story from his friends, and he's talking about it. Um, on one call, he broke away from the line and went to go check out a set of them. 
He said that they were about 10 miles from the path where a teenage girl had vanished, and the dogs were following the scent. He was on his own, lagging behind the main group when he saw a set of stairs left behind. They looked like they were from a new house because the carpeting was pristine and white. He said that he got closer and he didn't feel anything or hear any weird noises. He said he was expecting something to happen, like bleeding from his ears or collapsing. Which, like, if you're expecting that, why would you do that? <laughs> like, you know, I thought if I got closer, I would start to die and I didn't die. It's like, okay, so if you thought that, why would you do it? But whatever. But he got right up next to them and he didn't feel anything. The only thing he said was the odd oddness of no debris or bugs or leaves or dust or anything near it. And there didn't appear to be any signs of animals or insects active activity in the immediate area, which he found strange. It was less like they were avoiding them and more like they just happened to be relatively barren in a relatively barren part of the forest. He touched the stairs and didn't feel anything except a sort of sticky feeling you get from feeling a new carpet. Making sure his radio was on, he slowly climbed the stairs. He said it was terrifying because the way they were st- <laughs> the way they were stigmatized. He said he really wasn't sure what was going to happen to him. He joked how that half of him was expecting to be teleported to some other dimension, and the other half was watching <laughs> for a UFO to come swooping down. But he got to the top with little event, and he stood there looking around, but he said that he, uh, the longer he stu- stood on the top, the more he felt like he was doing something very, very wrong. He described it as a feeling you get when you are in a part of a government building you have no business being in. As if someone was going to come and arrest him or shoot him in the back of the head at any second. He tried to brush it off, but the feeling got stronger and stronger, and that's when he realized that he couldn't hear anything any more like what the sounds of the forest were gone and he couldn't hear his own breathing it was like some kind of weird awful tendonitis but more oppressing he climbed back down and rejoined the search and didn't mention where he'd gone oh my gosh that is just so freaking chilling to think about like you just go deaf i wonder if so he didn't hear anything he couldn't hear his breathing so that's like super creepy So, the weirdest part after he came back, the trainer was waiting for him back at the welcome center after the search ended for the day, and he cornered my buddy. He said his trainer had this look of intense anger, and he asked him, what's wrong? You went up the stairs, didn't you? The trainer said. My buddy said it it wasn't a phrase as a question. He asked how his trainer knew. The trainer just looked at him because we didn't find her. The dogs lost her scent the trainer said what that had to do with him the trainer asked how long he had been on the stairs and my buddy said no more than a minute the trainer gave him a really awful look almost dead-eyed look and told him that if he ever went up another set of stairs again he'd be fired immediately so i find that one a little odd just because everyone always says like don't go near them no explanation but it's like if the explanation is that bad things happen why wouldn't they just say bad things happen? Like, just instead of being silent about it. Maybe it's more ominous and intimidating. I don't know. But this is the last story I have. It's about the guy that writes these stories. He interviews this old search and rescue guy. And this is pretty interesting. The stairs have been out here as long as the parks have existed. We have recordings going back decades describing them. Sometimes people go up them and nothing happens. Other times... Look, I really don't like talking about this, but sometimes really bad stuff happens. 
I saw one guy get his hand sliced clean off when he got to the top step. He reached out to touch a tree branch and it happens so fast. One second his hand was there and the next it was completely gone. Completely clean wound. We couldn't even find his hand and the guy almost died. Another time a woman touched one of the stairs and a blood vessel in her brain exploded. Literally exploded like a water balloon. She sort of stumbled down and came over to me and all she got was out was, I think something's wrong with me. She dropped like a sack of flour, dead, before she hit the ground. I'll never forget the way the blood leaked into her, into the inside of her eye. Before she died, I watched it turn red. I watched it happen and there wasn't a single thing I could do to help her. We warn people not to go anywhere near them, but there's always that one idiot that does. And even if nothing happens to them, something bad always happens. Kids go missing as we're on the trail. Someone dies the next day, cut in half in a completely safe part of the trail. I don't know why, but something bad always happens. I don't know exactly why they're out there, but it doesn't matter. They're there. And if we were smart, we'd tell our new officers exactly what they're capable of. We were both quiet for a little while. I was afraid to talk because I wasn't sure if he was done talking. He looked at me like he wanted to say something else. Finally, he spoke up and again. Have you ever noticed that you can't find the same one twice? I nodded, expecting him to continue, but he stayed quiet for the rest of the time. Apparently, he left before the sun came up. He, was, he said he was sick. None of us has heard from him since. So that's the last story. So super creepy, super ominous. I do have some military friends who like I would expect had some connections and I asked them about it like have you gone hiking and seen something in the woods have you seen stairs in the woods and one of my friends he is not on search and rescue but he does like to hike a lot and he said he's never found anything but he sticks to a path so I don't know if you just have to wander out but like don't (laughs) stay on the path guys let's not make a bad choice let's let the search and rescue guys wander but I was just expecting to have like at least one person tell me they've seen it, but maybe it's just one of those things that you don't talk about. Like it just, it happens, but you don't talk about it. I don't know. So that's all I have for the stairs, but now we're going to shift into this man, which sounds weird, but it's okay. So this man is what they call this kind of image that you see in your head or like dream, this person in your dream that you see. Apparently, a lot of people have reported seeing, quote unquote, this man. That's what they call him is this man. So the weird part about it is that they all see the same or relatively the same face, but they all say they've never seen anyone that looks like this guy in their entire lives. The weird thing is that the human brain is incapable of coming up with a new face. Sigmund Freud said that throughout life, we repress things and bring them in late uh bring them in later in life usually in the unconscious mind so that's kind of the theory on dreams basically dreams are pulled from different things that we go throughout the day so my sister says that she usually dreams about something she thought about in the day for like a split second like if she has work all day and she's thinking about a movie but she thinks about how we had a dog named Jethro for a second that's what she's going to be dreaming about so dreams are just really weird So, in 2006, a psychiatrist had a patient who continued to have these reoccurring dreams. He would continue to give her advice on the dream. So, in the dream, this guy was giving her advice. One session, the psychologist decided to do a sketch of the face. 
the psychologist did it and left the sketch on his desk really not thinking about it. And during the day, more than one patient said that they had seen this man in their dream. The day, or excuse me, the thing is that none of them had seen this man in real life and they kept referring to it as this man. Currently, there are over 2,000 people that have said that they've dreamt of this man from Los Angeles to Berlin to Sao Paulo to Beijing, Rome, Barcelona, Paris, Moscow, just everywhere. No one has come forward with either thinking they look like this man either, which like that kind of blows my mind because it's a pretty average looking person in my opinion. So like I said, these people, multiple people throughout the world are seeing this guy in their dreams. So one theory is that he comes out to help with emotional hardships. So like if you're going through something hard in your life, he'll come in and he'll help you through it. Another theory is that he's God. So, um, I don't know how I feel about that one. So I think this is my favorite theory. He's a real person, but he might not look like the person that he comes in your dreams as. Or he might, who knows. He is somehow able to get into people's dreams with some kind of psychology and is somehow conditioning everyone's mind for a corporation. And that's the extent of the theory. So basically this guy is like, a corporate office dude and he's trying to condition your brain to help the company in some way but how no one knows and the final theory that i found that can obviously stand is that people hear about it and it happens to them power of suggestion pretty pretty basic so that one i feel like is the most likely but there are just so many cases there's actually a website so people can find like some kind of comfort in these dreams because I believe that the ones with him are reoccurring, but I could be wrong. But it's just so people know that they're not alone and there are other people trying to figure out what's happening. So now I have a couple of different stories. There's actually a pretty good amount of people's stories and like the dreams that they've had. I've had this reoccurring dream for some years now. A tall, dark man shows me a picture and asks me if I recognize my father in it. The man in the picture is this man I have never seen before. He looks nothing like my dad, nevertheless, inexplicably answer that I, I do recognize my father. At this point, I wake up feeling at peace. Other times, the dream continues and I stand before my father's grave. I place some flowers on the ground and realize that the photograph on the tombstone is missing. Another one says, I fell in love with him for the very first time I saw him in my dream, even though if I think about it, I must admit that he's really ugly. And yet each and every time he sweeps me off my feet with his romantic gestures and sweet words, he buys me flowers, jewelry, he takes me out to dinner and or to the beach to watch the sunset. But as we know from Miley Cyrus, we can buy ourselves our own flowers. So don't rely on seeing a dude in your dreams. You can buy your own flowers. And second, it also shows that love is blind, which we learned somewhat from a show on Netflix. So two in one, guys. Great one. That's a great story. Okay, here's another one. I have always had this dream of flying in the sky over my city and observing my friends from up there. Since I moved to another house, I started meeting this man while I'm flying. Never, not every single time that I have this dream about flying, but 
often enough. He flies too, but he never speaks. That, for some reason, creeps me out a lot. I don't know why, but it creeps me out. I feel like if I try to talk to someone in a dream and they don't respond, I'm going to be like, leave. You're freaking me out because I just don't like that. I don't like staring in silence, you know? Okay, another one. The first time I had a dream about this man, I was having a hard time at work. I had a dream about losing or getting lost in a huge and deserted shopping mall. Suddenly, this man appeared and I started running away from him. He chased me after a while for what seemed like an hour until I found myself against a wall in a kid's area in a supermarket. At this point, he smiled at me and he showed me the way towards the cash desk and I woke up. Ever since that night, that man has appeared in my dreams and he has always given me directions on how to get out or wake up from the dream. I hate that one a lot because he's chasing you and I feel like in dreams when people chase me I just can't run but then secondly he catches up to you and he just smiles like oh I hate it I hate it I hate it another one I saw this man in my dreams dressed as Santa Claus when he showed up I felt so happy just like I was a little girl he smiled at me and his head became a balloon and float in the air above me but no matter how hard I tried to catch it I just couldn't reach it girl or guy I don't know who you are just walk away that's creepy like a balloon your head turns into a balloon did he eat an airhead doesn't make any sense I wouldn't want to catch I wouldn't want to have a head balloon it's like Ed Gein and I, I don't want Ed Gein in my life I don't even want to like be any I don't want anything in my life to make me think of Ed Gein so no thanks and another one I dreamt of this man when I was in the 10th grade. He hasn't been in any of my reoccurring dreams, just one very memorable and terrifying dream. In my dream, I was stuck in a room sitting on a stool. A few feet away from me, there was a television. I was visited by two men I had never seen before, but not this man, and they both attacked me. I woke up covered in sweat and tears and I was screaming. I somehow fell asleep and I found myself back in the room. I started screaming and crying. Then this man, which like this man, showed up on the screen. I begged him not to harm me. He didn't change his blank expression or speak. He slit my throat and I woke up. I suppose he let me out of my nightmare, but I couldn't stop thinking about him for weeks. I still have some sketches I drew of him. I know. It's kind of weird. I like how they said that. Another really quick one is I dreamt of this man. I dreamt this man was in a mirror watching me. Saying nothing, and he was wearing glasses. He never moved the entire time I saw him. He was like a statue, so still. Oh my gosh, this is really starting to creep me out. That's disgusting. Like, ooh, would not want that. Like, I just think of looking in the mirror and like seeing someone behind you just staring at you. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no thanks. Which makes me wonder, okay, question for you guys. Let's just say that you're looking in the mirror and you see someone behind you. In all the movies, you turn, you look, there's nothing there, you look back at the mirror, it's gone. Would it be worse if that thing, whatever, was still in the mirror, but you couldn't, like, you turn around and you don't see it? Let me know, because I'm curious. I feel like that would be worse. Like, you see it, and it's just staring there, standing there staring at you, but you can't do anything about it because you don't see it. Like, oh, sorry that I just creeped myself out. All right. I dreamt this man was Brazilian and very handsome. He was a school teacher type with six fingers on his right hand. He said that if the U.S. had a nuclear disaster, go north. So, word of advice, guys. Let's hope it doesn't happen, but go north if you need it. All right, this is my last one. 
I have seen this man in three completely different dreams. He was slightly different from the picture, but I recognized him immediately. He appeared suddenly and disappeared in the same manner. His message in all three of my dreams was, it's all over. He then repeated it three times in each dream. The difference in the picture is that this man has different hair, a little bit longer on the top. His eyebrows were not as bushy. Other than that, he was identical. I had not feared him, but had many questions. So that is the information on this man, the phenomenon of dreaming about this man, and the phenomenon about seeing stairs in the woods. That was really interesting. I am a little creeped out. I find myself getting creeped out about the weirdest things recently. Like I can watch a really scary movie and I'll be fine, but then like one aspect of it will stick with me and it'll freak me out. Like I remember I watched this movie about someone who convinced people to like harm themselves and then I was worried that guy was going to show up. So I feel like I'm going to be like looking around for stairs and I'm not going to be able to go upstairs for like a week. I don't know. Just creepy vibes, guys. Creepy vibes. Well, thanks for sticking around. I hope you don't see any stairs. And if you do, do not go by them, guys. Why would you even think that? Do not go by the stairs. Don't do it because, you know, someone might lose their hand. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it, okay? And I hope you guys also don't dream about that. I don't know if I said that already. Once again, Uh, You can send me an email, ydwkpodcast at gmail.com to tell me a story or give me a a case suggestion Um, or if you've seen Stairs in the Woods. Yes. Tell me about that or a dream about this man. Very, very interesting. would love to hear about that. Um, Pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, You don't want to know on Facebook or ydwkpodcast on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth.